podcast about all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Sidabe, and I'm with Austin of the art shop Artisan, where all the local artists get all of their supplies to make the beautiful murals that we see in the city. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. All right. Thanks so much for talking to us. This is exciting. Absolutely. Um, so what was the inspiration to open the art store uh, Artisan? Well, I wanted to have a graffiti shop where people could just come and buy paint, spray paint. Because uh, when I first moved here, there was no such thing. They had, you know, designer spray paint, but it was very, very expensive. And I'm from New York, and in New York, we do a lot of graffiti and street art. So I kind of figured, you know, I wanted to do something that I liked, and I love art. So that's how I started Artisan. Okay, and, like, were you doing, like, your own art before you decided oh, to yes, open up yes, the art yes, store? yes. Awesome. And then, like, what is the story behind the shop's name? Well, Artisan stands for Art is Sin. Because in the old days, art was considered a crime if you weren't a sanctioned artist. You're actually treated as a witch, and they kind of burnt you or put you in jail and things like that. That's actually really cool because I, like never like it never like kind of clicked like that and then when i was going through your instagram like i saw that and i kind of like saw you how you broke it down and i was like i was telling my partner i was like cody i was like oh my god like art is sin is like art is sin and he's like yeah i know yeah i'm like oh i just got it art is considered illegal Mm -hmm. you know even though it's changing now so you know is is a crime which is a sin so that's that's how the uh the origin of the name came about very nice. Do you see like um, like a kind of a big difference between like like people who gravitate more towards the graffiti style versus like the more traditional like muralist that we see? It depends on the artist. It, it I would say it's pretty much equal. There's a lot of people who love lettering forms, and a lot of people who like you know mu- you know figures or images. Mm-hmm. But there's also a combination of both. That we can do, like, you know, so you can do a combination and and you can do all kinds of, you know, your own innovations to to things. Very nice. And, like, how do you see, because you've been here for quite some time, correct? Uh, Since 2010. 2010. Okay, you know, that's a good amount of time. Like, do you see the art scene growing, like, differently now in St. Pete versus what it was like when you came here in 2010? In 2010, it was more traditional. And now you can see, like, people uh, embracing, you know, street art, murals. You know, it's a big tourist attraction in St. Pete. It is, yeah. And it generates quite a bit of money. It it does, yeah, yeah. it does generate um, a bit of money. Do you feel like the fact that it, like, generates a lot of money for tourists, that it kind of almost, like, down, like, in a sense, downplays what street art used to be? It doesn't downplay what street art, you know, used to be or is, but some of the people do, like, exploit it. Mm-hmm. You know, because when I first moved here, this was a beautiful gypsy town. Like, you actually wanted to be here. You know, there was a tons of people selling little trinkets in the, you know, on the streets, playing music. You know, it was like a hippie community. Lots mm-hmm. of love, and then uh, it got whitewashed. Because now you you don't see that down central. I mean, look at the uh, the music place. What's the what's the name of that place that they? Uh, uh, 
Was it Daddy Cool Records? Daddy Cool. Yeah. And also the venue that, you know, a lot of the indie rock bands mm -hmm. and, you know, bands and everything used to go to. Yeah. You don't see that no more. So do you feel like the, like how St. Pete is in a, in a sense like expanding and booming the way it is in a sense is like kind of like hurting that yes. kind of like vibe that we used to have? It hurts the everyday person, you know. Now it's kind of for the rich in, in yeah. a certain way. Do you think that might be good for the artists though? Because in a sense, like it, it keeps them in like business. It keeps them creating. Or do you think like it's gonna hurt them in the long uh, it run? It depends. It can be. It can be good for certain artists, but uh, other artists is gonna really hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, because there's you know there's more not mainstream artists versus mainstream artists. So do you, you know it does hurt? Do you think it's gonna maybe like, in a sense, hurt the graffiti artists more? No, 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 no. No, you think it's gonna it's gonna help them out? Uh, graffiti is its own genre. You know, that's the will of the the graffiti artists. Mm -hmm. You know, if they want to write their name or spray paint somewhere, they're gonna do it. You know, I try to tell people, you know, be smart. But it's just like liquor. When people buy liquor, you know, they can either drink and have a good time and go back, go to sleep. Or, or they, they can, can go crazy. Go crazy or get a DUI or start fights, you know. How do you... Because, I, like, I guess as, like, an outsider, I sometimes see, like, a weird separation between, like, graffiti artists and, like, muralists and, like, street artists. Like, do you... I Like, there is, like, this weird difference between them where, like, the graffiti artists are, like, kind of, like, underground. They do their thing. But... In a sense, do you think, like, that's the city, like, kind of creating that divide? Or do you think, like, the graffiti artists are just kind of, like, cool and chill with being underground? Um, it's like Batman. Okay. You know, Batman doesn't, mm -hmm. nobody knows who Batman is. Yeah. So, for graffiti artists, it's the same thing. They don't want to be known, but they want their name to be known, you know? But kind of, like, in that Batman style. Yeah, like a, like a... Like a cloud of mystery surrounding okay. you. I kind of I like that. I think that's like what the... It's kind of cool. It is cool. I think that's kind of like what the allure of like graffiti artists like is, is that you never really, you never really know. You know, you don't really see pictures of them. Yeah. Like they don't really like, they like to be kind of in the shadows. Incognito. Incognito, which I think is cool. It's like a James Bond's type of deal. You yeah. Know? I'm gonna need all the graffiti artists from now on to just be like, "This is Batman." Oh, they like, won't. They won't tell you. Uh, you know, you really gotta know them to for them yeah. to be like. They're very secretive about, you know, because that's like an alter ego. Yeah. Well, they like. It seems like you know, like just from like the little bit that you can see on Instagram, they all have like their code names. Yes. You know, like you don't really know what their names are. Coming from New York, and the graffiti scene in New York is obviously vastly different from here but like what do you think of like the graffiti scene here in st pete and do you think it could ever kind of go to like at the level that new york is no because of the population i mean in, in new york there's what 20 million people here is not even a million so yeah you, you have that aspect of you know and this area although it's big it's not really that big no. new york has like five boroughs and you know, the trains take you everywhere and anywhere inside of New York. New York feels almost like a completely other world sometimes. Yeah.
it's like it you know i went to new york one time and i was just like oh my gosh it's like it's like a completely yeah like other there, world. if you were to go five miles it would take you half hour on a bus mm-hmm. it's like a two-minute trip in new york hop on a bus and you're there you know, so yeah, the the population it's it's more you know tons more people. Anyways, going back just like a little bit more like to the like the business and like artisan and everything like that. Like you said that you know there is no like real art shops in the area, and yes. so you saw a gap that you had to you know in a sense fill. No, not not now, but uh, when I first started, there was a ton. There were tons of art stores here. There was okay. Yeah, and we just specialize in spray paint. Spray paint, okay. Yeah, it's like when you go to Walmart, you know, you ask somebody something, or you go to Michael's or an art store, and they're just there to work. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know anything. They don't use the products. So they can't tell you, hey, this cap can do this for you, or this brush can give you this line. You know, so, so it's a big difference. Like, I wanted a graffiti shop where people came and asked me questions. Very nice. You know, and you... You use your own product. Exactly. So you know exactly, you can answer everyone's questions for them. Yeah, and you can pretty much kind of like, you know, you have quite a wide selection of spray paint here, and you can pretty much tell these artists, like, what each one of these spray paints can do. Yes, exactly. Um, And then your first location, you were saying how, like, you know, you had, like, a, a wall for people they could go spray as long as they got stuff. You know, you had classes and stuff like that. Do you ever, like, in a sense, want to go back to that? Oh, yeah. I wish I was still at that building, minus, <laughs> minus the uh, owner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was my favorite building, honestly. It was very fun. And you could skateboard inside. You could ride your bike inside. Because it was all concrete. I didn't have to worry about a floor mm-hmm. or, or, you know, stuff like that. And I also, uh, at that time, we used to do a lot of meetups for people with autism. Oh, I love so, that. So, yeah, we used to do a lot of anime meetups. So they came and hung out, you know. Yeah. They were like in their zone. They they got to be themselves. Yeah, they could just chill. I love that. Yeah. I, it's almost like, especially now like with COVID and all the things that are going on like that, I almost feel like there's this large desire for art again in a way that I necessarily haven't seen for some time. Do you think there's a possibility that like, you know, Obviously, when all this is over and we can gather in groups a little bit more, that that stuff like that could start back up. Oh, yeah. We had a meetup uh, uh, about a month ago. Nice. Attack on Titans. Oh, I love that. It was pretty good series. Though. No, yeah. Attack on Titans. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bloody, but it's a very yeah. it's a very good series. Um, one of... We went to Kansas City recently and we kind of like, you know, we did a little road trip and everything. And the one thing that I really liked about like Kansas City and St. Louis especially is that they had um, like areas where graffiti artists can just go. So like in alleyways, there is like areas where graffiti artists could just go and just like vibe out and chill. And that was an area that they know they could like legally go and they could do their thing. We don't really have something like that. We don't have that period. There's a few building owners. There's one building owner that lets you paint there, and mm-hmm. that is it. Yeah. No one else, you know, we don't, we need a lot of that. I 100% agree, is that we, like, you know, because in my eyes, like, obviously, like, graffiti is illegal. You know, you don't want to go vandalize the buildings. Yes. But it's, like, I just, like, almost think that if you maybe gave them a space to just go 
do it on their own time, then we wouldn't really have to worry about them. Exactly. Like vandalizing areas that we don't want them to like really be in. Yes. But why do you think the city in a sense hasn't like, hasn't even offered that up as an idea? I have no idea. I have no idea either. <laughs> I like, I was, I was telling like my partner, I was like, when we go back, like we need to try to like petition them for something like that. Cause it was, it was cool. Like we'd be walking down, you know, the street and you'd have all of your, the murals yes. from like Spray Seymour and all that stuff. But then there'd be these little pockets of like, just like alleyways yes. that were just graffiti. They have a lot of it in Europe. We don't have it here. Why? I have no idea. It would make total sense to, you know, designate some walls mm -hmm. so everyone could go and practice and paint. That's how you get better too. Yeah. You know, and then you, you know, it actually cuts down on crime because now you're giving people something to do. A space. You know, yeah. Especially teens who love art and graffiti, and, you know. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, there's a few out there that, you know, that are into it. And, and you know, of course, they're all underground and everything. But, like, my idea is, is, like, you know, I when I was in high school, I knew a few kids that were really into graffiti. Mm -hmm. And they were always getting into trouble for, like, yeah. you know, graffitiing themselves, like, around. And they were great artists. Yeah. And none of them have done anything with art because they weren't ever able like really allowed to explore that yeah you can't evolve no you know and i just like wonder like we're eventually going to need a new batch of like murals and a new batch of like artists and muralists yeah. and like are we like in a sense squashing that perspective talent yeah, that we could stagnating, have stagnating you know yeah you don't know who you can have out there no fellow picasso yeah fellow dolly you know no, I think that's going to be, like, my 2021 goal is we're going to try to get some walls and some alleyways for some graffiti artists. I bought a lot up the street a couple of years ago, and my whole goal with the lot was to build some walls there mm -hmm. and let people come and paint. And that area is trash. Mm -hmm. If you go there, you see little kids. That's yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I, I like, art is such a great outlet. I feel like, and I feel like when you stagnate that creativity is when you get a lot of issues. Yes. You know, like when you talk to a lot of artists, like art was their outlet for a lot of things. Yeah, I wanted that to be the first graffiti park in the whole Bay Area, you know? Yeah. It's not big, but, uh, you know, it's a starting point. And these guys just, you know, it's like they're there with a title only. They don't mm -hmm. care about poor people. If you got money, they'll talk to you. If you mm -hmm. don't have money, they're not going to give you the time of day. They're, they're not even interested. And... You, because you said earlier when we were talking, a lot of the like muralists that you know we know today, a lot of them were not using spray paint mm -mm. until you kind of put them on spray yeah. spray paint. Oh yeah. Well, they have access to mm -hmm. you know I'm a graffiti writer, so yeah, you can like tell people, hey, you need to do this, yeah, that. You put color configurations, all kinds of things. Well, I imagine you've made work a lot easier for a lot of them. Oh yeah. Because some of these walls are very very big, and I can't imagine i can't imagine how they would be able to like do a wall just like just kind of like the traditional painting yeah i feel like spray paint helps like kind of smooth things along a lot faster and you got different colors you can mm -hmm. like fade or blend with brush paint you gotta roll it you can't mm -hmm. like fade or you know it has to be one this one this one this do you feel like spray paint's almost more versatile than oh um, yeah yeah definitely you know, when you're an artist, you know, you know, 
like a lot of people roll over certain mm -hmm. large areas of color. Yeah. And then they would go back with the spray cans and put all the details in. You know, there's all kinds of things you, you can do. Mixed media. Mm -hmm. Like all of that is spray paint. Well, the podcast can't see it, but that's, <laughs> that whole thing is spray paint. The end one. Oh, wow. And you wouldn't really think it. Yeah. You know, sometimes you like you look at something and it's all spray paint and it really doesn't look like exactly. it's spray paint at all. Which is which is the cool thing. Like the last batch of like spray paint that like we got from you, oddly enough, like it fluoresces. Like we had to get a black light and it you know, it fluoresces under the black light. That, so. th those fluorescents they have phosphorus in them. Mm -hmm. So you need an element. Raw soul, they just did a mural on the new location for Wendy's closet and they you know their, the lettering that they did, it looks like a neon sign. Mm -hmm. And I, like, I'm looking at it because I'm, I appreciate art, but I'm not an artist in any yeah. way. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, how in God's name did they, <laughs> were they able to get this effect? Like, it's crazy. It's easy. You got to put the white under uh -huh. and then, and then the, the color you're putting goes in the middle. So it's like glowing mm -hmm. from the outside. It's funny because you're like, it's easy. And I'm over here like, I wouldn't be able to do any of that. Like, I don't, But I just told you how to do you know, it. I probably still wouldn't be able to, you no, know. No, it's really you know. simple. You, you'd get it. You put the lighter color in mm -hmm. the background. And then your your darker color goes right in the middle. Do you ever think so about. Like radiating. Like possibly doing classes. Well, I can and not in this small space. You know, and you need walls. Yeah. We don't have no walls. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. very, very important. Because. I just like I feel like the more the more I like I like do this and the more I talk to artists and things like that I just like keep thinking in my head like you know I'm like wow like you know classes would be so cool like I have like a 16 year old sister who I feel like her and her friends would love this I have like a young niece who mm -hmm. like you know I think would love this and I just like feel how there's like there's so much that could be done with all of this that's oh, just yeah. it's not getting done. There's there's people that come here who uh they find furniture and they spray paint it nice and fancy looking yeah. and they they resell it. Or, you know, they somebody wants it from them. Yeah, I um I'm like really into tarot reading myself and so like I'm like creating like little boxes uh, to keep them all in and I spray paint them all. And so all of my little tarot see? boxes are all spray painted. You you're customizing. Yeah. It's not the best spray painting in the world. Uh -huh. I'm not going to do a wall anytime soon, but um, it's nice for me, yeah. for myself, and for, for my tarot cards. Art can open your mind, too. Mm -hmm. You know, you come up with some different color combinations. You can do all kinds of things with art. You can paint your car instead of taking it to that, you know, one of those paint places. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, what, what do you think is to come of Artisan in your shop? Like, what are your plans for it? What are your goals? What are your hopes and your dreams? Well, one of the biggest enemies of any small business is gentrification. Mm -hmm. So, you know, small shops don't make a lot of money. But if your rent is unrealistic, you can say goodbye. And that's what happened to all the art stores around here. Mm -hmm. There are even small businesses. They're they're gone. There ain't no cheap pizza no more. Remember they used to have all the nice delicious mm -hmm. Italian yeah. slices and stuff? They get a drink and a two slices for like three or four bucks. That's gone. All these uh, pizza stores and all these small shops mm -hmm. they had to move out. 
they either moved to Pinellas or they just went out of business. So what would you say then to like the people and also like community leaders who are making these decisions? Like, what would you say to them? Like, other than obviously shop small, but what would you like say to them that is, would be the best for them to support small businesses? Well, they got to come up with, you know, certain rules and regulations, you know, you know, for rent, rent control. Mm -hmm. You know, you just can't have someone come and rent a building and, you know, the landlord promise you, I'm just going to use a random number. Hey, you're going to pay a thousand a month. And as soon as your lease is up in that one year, you fix the building up, make it all nice. Oh, no, you guess what? You're going to pay three thousand now. Mm-hmm. And you're not even making that kind of money, you know, to stay afloat. You know, that that's a that's a pretty big problem. It's everywhere, but you see it a lot in yeah. your own city where you're living. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad. Yeah, it, it does stink a little yeah. bit when, you know. Yeah. Because I, I don't think people realize that, like, small business owners, like, this is, this is, in a sense, like, home for you guys. You spend so much time here. Yeah. You've put so much blood, sweat, and tears in it. And it, it kind of is sad when, you know, you're always kind of, like, fearing that your space in your home is going to be taken from you. Exactly. Yeah. This is not, my dad always tells me in the old days, you lived in a building, you were born there, and you died there. Mm-hmm. You knew everybody in your block. You went to the same pizza store, mm-hmm. same corner store. You know, not now. You got to people who are gone in less than a year. Yeah. which And like you said, like St. Pete as a city, it's like it's small. It's really not as big as some of our major cities. And I think what makes the energy of St. Pete so beautiful is it's small businesses. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes other than our beaches, of course. Yeah. Um, I think that's what's so attractive to tourists is because um it, it is a very unique energy. Yeah. You know, especially with the small businesses. But it's slowly drying up. Yeah. You know. You yeah. you can't see... Uh, when I first got here, there was there was a, a couple that used to make clothes on Central inside that little arcade. You don't see stuff like that no more. No. You don't? No. I didn't even know that was there. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. cool. There was a lot... And there were a lot of artists that rented in that... Uh, I forget the name of the arcade. You know what arcade I'm talking about? Yeah, I think it's that's where like has the metal gate. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. There used to be a ton of artists in there. Yeah. The spaces used to be like two fifty a month. Well, funny enough, is like that little area, the six hundred block. Yes. You know, it was originally like they they gave a lot of loans out and they and they lowered the rent a lot, so like artists and creatives can kind of go into that area and build the area up. So it's kind of funny how like artists in a sense and like creatives built that area and up they jacked and, it on them and now they're gone yeah they're not there anymore because they can't afford the rent you know nope. if your rent goes from 250 to 1500 for not even a hundred square feet mm-hmm. then that's just crazy yeah it, it it would be nice to like be able to say like oh this business has been here for like yeah. 30 years there's hard there's you know there's not going to be a lot of mom and pop kind of businesses mm-hmm. anymore not with these crazy rents because no. it's crazy what do you think like as a community like we could do in a sense to support like more of these upcoming artists who in a sense like they might want to own their own brick and mortar like art store or gallery or you know anything along those lines well the city should come up with plans where local people mm-hmm. can own their properties i don't see any reason why 
you know, this if this building is only worth twenty thousand dollars, where are they getting money to come and pay a million dollars for a twenty thousand dollar building? Mm -hmm. You know, who's funding that? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the reason why some of the stuff is just you know overly priced. The true value of these places ain't even, you know, what they're asking. It's not. Like you look at a square feet, a thousand square feet, you want five hundred thousand dollars. What makes your building so special? <laughs> Is it like yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. some secret gateway to all <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's just crazy. If like the people coming in here, if they're possibly from out of state or wherever, I don't know that. Um, but do you think that the people who live here should get first dibs on some of these areas. Over Absolutely, with... 100%. Local people, not businessmen. Mm -hmm. Local people. You know, a businessman, they're there to raise your rent and kick you out. Yeah. So a normal, everyday person can't afford these places. We can't even afford homes now. Just yeah. imagine making $15 an hour. You would think that would be a great wage, but you can't even, mm -hmm. you know... It's better, but yeah, you're right. It's not. It's not nearly enough. Yeah. Because you know, the the rent is you know a major part chunk yeah. of your income. Well, like I just think about like all these like markets. You know, there's like a lot of like wonderful markets where vendors and and creators can go and like sell their wares. But I just like think too at like some of these some of these people who have like booths there and I'm like, you know, that'd be a really good store. Mm -hmm. But a lot of these people, you're right, they don't really get the opportunity to have like a, a like a brick and mortar shop there. They're yeah. just kind of like reduced to like hoping that these businesses and these big money men offer them a space to be able to sell. Exactly. Yeah. It's sad. And yeah, it is another apartment building in downtown St. Pete. Yeah. Like, you know, I think a lot of these spaces, one, could be a parking lot. We need more parking. Mm. Or two, more spaces for businesses. Because, yeah. like, honestly, like, I don't come to downtown St. Pete to see the apartment buildings. I could kind of care less. Probably, I'm but... never going to be able to, like, afford them. So I really don't care about them. But I really would love to see more business spaces. Because I would like to see more art stores. Like, I would... you could have built one of those buildings and had tiny mom and pop shops I yeah mean, that's an awesome yeah. idea you know i no. would like uh, you know like my like large my like, like large dream is to always have like a really nice space for everyone to be able to like come to and like mm -hmm. vibe out and create and draw and just like you know just a like we don't have a space like that no you know like have a nice like area where people could like you know like spray or you know just like sit out in the sun and paint like yeah we don't have a space like, like that like a concrete beachfront yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah, see, that would be cool. Like, you know, ideas for you guys. But you need people because, you know, everyday normal people can't mm. afford stuff no. no more. So if you find a bunch of people and we all chip in money, you can go to an auction yeah. and buy a nice lot and do something like this, you know? No, I 100% I um, agree with you that i like the the direct like the direction that saint pete is moving in compared to like when i was a kid is definitely really cool you know but at the same time like there definitely can be a few uh tweaks and changes there yeah but it, it has to be you know there's more poor people than rich people living yeah here. there is so there needs to be more affordable housing yeah it would help art too you know it if would. you had all you know these places and you had little fields People can go do art, have a flea market, do all kinds of things. Yeah. 
you so much for talking to us today. Uh, I think this is, you know, it's been a wonderful conversation, not just like talking about obviously, you know, the shop yeah. here, but it, it is nice to hear from like business owners. Um, not only for like people, like normal people, but I definitely think, uh, you know, any politicians that are listening, uh, yeah. what in a sense their business owners, uh, possibly want here for everyone to save some money and we come together and own our destiny. I like that. If you keep renting from people, your life is always going to be in control of someone else's hands. You I know, like that. That goes for not just for a business, but even for housing, too. You know, people need to start getting together and coming up with plans. You know, I'm pretty sure 10 people get together. We can build a building. We can go to the bank and like, hey, you know. Uh, that's the only way people are going to own real estate. You know, no one to come and jack up your rent or, you know, want you to get some crazy rent for two people who don't even make 100000 each a year. You know? We're spending some mad truths with right here. Yeah? Yeah. No, I feel you. So I would like people to come together and start thinking about controlling their destiny. That's very, very important. Thanks for listening, St. Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we will have with our local artists and business owners. Make sure you check out our guest info in the bio if you like what you heard today as well. We hope you all have a sunny day and remember to always stay super cool.